Hi guys, welcome to G's Corner. My name is G and this is the first episode of my podcast. Enjoy! Alright guys, so um, let me give you an introduction to me. My name is Gareth. I'm 31 years old, originally from the West Midlands, Wolverhampton. I'm currently living in Wiltshire, or Wiltshire, whichever. And the main reason why I'm doing this podcast is I feel like I have a lot of stuff to say and to talk about. And to be fair, like, I wanted to do a podcast ages ago, like, ages ago, like, but I thought you had to, like, go into the studio and book time and buy equipment and all that jazz and I was just like I ain't got the time to do it but now I can do it because I can just record from my phone I'm in my room so you should be able to hear my headphones on and that just seems like the best time I mean it's COVID-19 I got nothing else to do I mean I'm still working but like I've always said I'm wasting time playing my games consoles I could just talk about things and you know give some recommendations to books um, talk about football um, talk about things that are happening in the world right now which kind of relate to me and you potentially so I'm a millennial for example so you know we're living through another let's say well credit crunch let's say because we already had that and now we've got this global pandemic you know the recession is apparently coming back to the UK like I just wanted to just touch upon a few things and obviously being black and British um, you know, just seeing the things that are happening in America, um, the racism that we've suffered in the UK, you know, like I want to, hopefully, I want to get a few of my friends that are kind of like, you know, the topics that we talk about, um, these are kind of like the subjects as well, so I want to talk about that. Um, football, you know, I'm a Man United fan since 1994, and the reason why it's 1994 is the first game I remember that I had on VHS if you guys remember VHS video I'll tell you <laughs> um, it was Man United versus Chelsea in the FA Cup final and no one 4-0 and ever since then I've been a Man United fan also like partly Wolves if I'm honest because obviously I'm from Wolverhampton but like they call him Porto Hampton <laughs> Portuguese players out there but yeah, like, you know, I got a battle wolves as well. But it's it's I'll probably say it's like 95% Man United and you know, put the 5% in wolves. Or 95% Man United, 4% Wolves and 1% Wensville Town. Because I'm from Wensville. So and that equals 100 percent some dumb check. Yeah. So so um yeah, so I wanna do things about that really. Um I'm a very actually another thing as well, I love to travel. So last year I was living in Toronto. And um, the main, I know a lot of people always ask, like, why, why did you move to Toronto? Like, why did you move to Canada? So my dad and my sister, they've worked abroad. So my sister worked in Greece and my dad worked in Saudi Arabia. And I felt like I needed to add something to my, like, CV. Do you know what I mean? So um, it was the main reason I went as well was the whole Brexit malarkey. Um, I voted to remain, I'll be honest. And I remember waking up, seeing that <laughs> the country voted to leave. And 
I was like, okay, well, I'll go look at other places to go. And it was between Canada and New Zealand, Australia, but New Zealand's and Australia, I thought a bit too far and a bit too... Um, I think the one thing that I was concerned about was, <laughs> and I know this sounds ignorant and that, but I think I was just concerned about like, is there many black people themselves? Do you know what I mean? And <laughs> like, cause my likes is rice and peas, do you know what I mean? Like, and my rice peas and chicken and like, you know, my Saturday soups and that, like, I wasn't really too sure whether I'd get them, them sides. So, and I'll type my auntie because obviously like my auntie does that food every Sunday. So like, you know, it's a bit of a, be a bit of a miss, you know what I mean? Like to my life. So I thought at least at least Canada very diverse. They should have like some Jamaican restaurants there. But that wasn't only the only reason. Another reason is because what I do for work it was kind of like in demand in Canada. I mean it was in demand in Australia and New Zealand. So I do digital marketing. So there was a time at that time there was like a demand for it. But I just thought as well it's 24 hours, a bit too far and I don't like spiders even snakes and that, you know what I mean? So there's either snakes and spiders or the cold. So I went with the cold. Um, Toronto was, you know what? Like I'd say to everybody, anybody that's got a chance. Basically, I went on a working holiday visa. So if you're between the ages of, I think, 18 and 30, and um, you haven't got no criminal record and all them thing there, like I would recommend it. Like I would literally recommend it. Like not even like Toronto. Like you can do Vancouver. It's just beautiful. And there's Calgary. Montreal, but obviously it needs to be French. But all in all, like it was a great experience, like a really great experience, and I love to travel. Like you know, hopefully I can recommend some places for you guys as well. I've been to a few places. I'm not saying I've been to everywhere, but you know, I can always recommend a few places and that. So that's it, really. Alright, so the first thing I want to talk about is um, the Trump versus Biden debate, which was yesterday. So, it was on at like 2 o'clock in the morning, so I just couldn't be bothered to stay up. I thought, you know what, I'll just read a couple of articles when I get up in the morning. So, I woke up this morning, checked my phone, checked Twitter. And, funny enough, the first thing I saw was this title which was Trump refuses to condemn white supremacists at presidential debate to be honest with you like that did not surprise me at all do you get what I'm trying to say like we all know what Trump is about we all know what his ideology ideology is I think I said that right but you know what I mean so we all know what he's about the one thing that I really wasn't expecting is this he basically was asked about um, to condemn white supremacists and he continued to say this in quote proud boys stand back and stand by <laughs> now i i was like well, what the hell does that mean like proud boys was actually trending on twitter so i was like what the hell's proud boys like I, I don't know what they are so proud boys is basically like a far-right collective group so basically they're a hatred group um and they're known for um you know being against um the Muslim faith and things like that. Like, you're probably best doing your own research on them, but I personally never heard of them. Now, this is the commander in chief, the president of the United States, one of the biggest, like, you know, 
known as the greatest nation in the world, apparently. For him to say something like that, if to me it feels like he's saying, just get ready because things are gonna go down. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like we're going to war. Do you know what I mean? Because that's like an order that you say if you're using like a, in the army or something. Do you know what I mean? Like stand back and stand by. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, it's like the, the the terms that he uses, like you know, you can just imagine there's some Americans like, okay, we 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 gotta get ready for this. Do you get what I'm gonna say? And they're going downstairs, getting their guns, getting all the ammunition because they're ready for Trump to say get them. Do you know what I mean? And um, to me, that is really really scary. Like, cause I got family in the states. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you know, to hear him say something like that just feels like he's getting ready for something. And you know, America's just like, it was always, for me, it was the dream to live. Like, my, 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 my goal was always to move from the UK and live in the States because I've been to the States numerous times because I'm obviously my family and, you know, I've got connections there. And, you know, I've always loved my time there. But, yo, America's in a mess, man. Like, it's just like a drama series. Just watching some of the footage from yesterday, these are two people who want to be the, like, you know, have the top job like you know to be the president of the united states like and they're just bickering and like they're talking over each other and shouting and it's just if you guys get time to watch it like i'm gonna watch it in full probably later but i just wanted to talk about it briefly but man like that that quote i i, I just it, it just scares me a little bit like to think like what exactly is trump planning because i've just got this feeling that he's gonna make it if he loses this um election i just got a feeling he's gonna make it so difficult for him to leave the white house i think he will say that it's a lie the votes aren't correct and he's gonna make it awkward i don't know how it works there i don't know what the judicial laws are but i just got a feeling he's gonna make it so difficult and um for him to say stand by stand back and stand by like that that's chilling that's chilling and the fact that he didn't even you know, say that he condemns white supremacists. That's a telltale sign of what America actually is. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And, you know, we just got to look back a few months. I mean, what happened to George Floyd, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor, rest in peace, and all the other people that have died the past 10, 15, you know, years, like. And for me as a black person seeing that, like, it's, it's really... It's sad, do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I hope that there's gonna be change. Like, I, I, you know, I always hope there's gonna be change. And I feel like we could be that generation to make that change for the next generation. But it starts with getting rid of Trump. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, listen, like, I don't know if I got anyone in America listening and I can't, you know, I don't live there. So I don't know how things are for you from a personal perspective, but just listen to what he's saying to get what I'm trying to say. Just listen to what he's saying. Because if Boris came out with that shit here, nah, I'm like, nah, so like, yo, what are you on about? Do you get what I'm trying to say? And then the fact that he's only paid, apparently, allegedly, $750 in um, income tax in his first year as a president. Can you imagine if, like, in the UK, HMRC, we already paid income tax of £750. They would be sending us letters, we'd be getting phone calls, emails, you name it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So how are these people always getting away with these things? And then he had the audacity to say it's fake news. And the thing about it, <laughs> people will believe him. 
Do you get what I'm saying? People will believe him. So listen, like, I can't vote out there, obviously. But if there's people that are listening to this and you're based in the US, just think about what he's saying. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, this guy, like, he's... Fam, he was on The Apprentice. Do you get what I'm trying to say? He's on a reality TV show. This man has been lending money. This man has not done anything during coronavirus. Do you get what I'm trying to say? He's telling people to use bleach. Yeah? Like, I, I, I can't see him winning another four years, but a part of me feels like he is. And to have an, do you really want to see another four years of Trump? Like, just the, the way he goes on. Like, he's just... He infuriates me as an individual and just seeing him say these things like stand back and stand by like there's a war coming from things like that that sounds like that's like a soldier that's like a major soldier saying like yo get ready we're about to go to war get ready stand back and stand by wait to my command yeah just listen to what this guy is saying. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I don't know about Joe Biden. I don't know what Joe Biden is going to say. I don't know, like, you know, their policies. I don't know. Like, I don't follow US, um, like, US elections like that. Like, England's got its own problems. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, we got our own issues with, like, Brexit and, like, the whole COVID thing and Boris. Do you know what I mean? But if there's anybody in America just listening, just, like, yo, just, just take time. Do you get what I'm saying? Just be careful. Stay safe and yo, just go out and vote. However you lot do it in like in the states, just go out and vote and just think about the next person you want for the next four years. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Alright, so the next thing I want to talk about is um, Coventry Uni. <laughs> now, if you get if you get a chance, like I'd probably recommend you, you know, obviously doing your own research and that. But there's footage of basically about two hundred students dancing, like having like a illegal rave, and obviously we've got coronavirus rules, lockdown rules, and obviously they're breaking up. And I think the party was in like a common room or something like that. So I'm a bit on the fence with it, if I'm honest, because it's nonsense at the end of the day. They shouldn't really be having a party, but they're young. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, these are young adults. Like, this is what we do. Like, I went to university, do you know what I mean? Like, what year did I go? Like, 2000 and nine I think something like that 2008 2009 yeah right and um you know at that time you're young and dumb do you know what I mean but obviously during that time we wasn't under obviously there wasn't no pandemic or corona COVID-19 now it's it's hard it's hard for me because I, I I get it but still do you know what I mean there needs to be some form of responsibility these students are paying what nine thousand like pound fees and then they're paying rent and you know like i don't know what the situation is i don't know whether they're going into like classes and things like author or online or whatever but 
these things have been happening for time. Like, you know, there's been people having like parties, undercover, like illegal parties all over the country. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not surprised that these students are doing this because at the end of the day, they've got nothing else to do. If you're locking them down, like they're going to have a party, you know, do you know what I mean? And also when the bars and the restaurants are closed at 10 o'clock, what are they going to do? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's like everybody, like, we all know, yeah, once you've gone out, like, say if you just finished work, you've gone out with your work friends and that, you're having a good time, you're vibing, whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, let's carry on, let's carry on, do you know what I mean? Like, we've, we've all done it, and I understand that, obviously, things are closing at 10 o'clock, and I know it's going to affect people, and I know there might be a potential local lockdown, everything, if cases rises and all that, and I know it's going to affect people, I understand, but I just feel like the government needs to look at these laws that they're doing, and making sure that are these actually making any sense because apparently Boris made some statement yesterday and he has to apologize because it was wrong for what he was saying about the northeast do you get what i'm trying to say and i think a lot of, i think a lot of people now are either bored or don't understand what they're doing do you get what i'm trying to say like for me as an individual i work from home so i'm the majority of the time i'm in my yard um i go back to obviously see my family and things like that like i've been kind of like sticking to the rules you get what i'm trying to say like but if I was 18, 19 in university halls and they're saying, yo, we're having a party in the common room, I'll be honest, I probably would have gone to that party as well. Like, <laughs> like I'm being honest. And I, you know, and I think a lot of you would as well because if you're locked down, like, well, okay, cool. Let's just go do the thing. But I just feel that now this whole virus thing, like, you know, they're saying that the cases are rising. Um, there's talk, obviously they do now local lockdown so like in areas across England they're doing like local lockdowns and I think Wales as well so you can't go to other houses and you know other things like that but there needs to be some form of like you know you gotta be sensible and this isn't me talking as a 31 year old <laughs> like there's you've gotta be sensible so you know try and follow the rules as best as you can um, whatever rules that you got in the moment I understand that it's a frustrating time and you know we are living in a different time where our freedom is kind of restricted in a way but the sooner that we can get this virus under control the sooner we can obviously get back to some form of normality and you know if they're going to bring in a vaccine I don't think I'm going to take it (laughs) like I don't know like I'm a bit kind of like conspiracy things like that but um yeah let's just try and get let's just try and control this thing and then we can go back to normal all right all right my last topic i want to talk about is man united so i'm a huge man united fan and i love football in general but the one thing I just want to say is we need to sign Sancho. Now, we brought in Van der Beek. Seems to be a good player. But we're not really seeing much of him. His agent came out, cussing Man United. And I don't blame him because he spent like 30 plus million on Van der Beek. And we're not, like, he got two minutes, two, three minutes um, against Brighton. Like, I, I'd never see the point of coming off for two, three minutes. I know it's to waste time, but what is the point? You can't really make much of a drastic impact. But anyway. And um, the bid for Sancho got rejected and now we're linked to Dembele from Barcelona. The only thing I just want to say is if we're looking to compete this season, we need to buy 
some players or buy, you know, a player of quality to show that we mean business. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And when you look at like Arsenal, obviously keeping Aubameyang, Chelsea buying Werner and other players, Spurs bringing back in Bale. Be questionable about Bale, but I still think it'll make an impact for Spurs. Um, Liverpool, they brought in Jota for Wolves, Thiago. You know, they've built, the, you know, they're building for their squad. And then, you know, even my home city, Wolverhampton, we must have called Porto Hampton because, like, there's bear like, players <laughs> from Portugal. At least they're trying to buy places. And even Everton. So these are all trying to compete for the top four. So that's like six or seven teams. Now, I watched the Crystal Palace game and, you know, that was two weeks ago. I thought to myself, yeah, yeah, we'll bust up Crystal Palace, no problem. Like, we just look lethargic and tired. Honestly, we look lethargic and tired. We just about beat Brighton, which is shocking. I mean, Brighton should have beat us because we hit the post like four or five times. So, listen, the Man United board needs to make an impact signing. I know the bid's been rejected. Just offer the money, get it sorted, and then let's go for the rest of the season. Because how I see it, we're going to hit top four if we carry on the way we're going. I mean, I know it's only two weeks in, but some of them players just look tired, man. It's going to take a while and you don't want to be too far away from the pack. That's all I'm going to say. All right, guys. So I'm going to be signing off now. I appreciate if you got to the end. It's probably just going to be all my friends at the moment in time. <laughs> but like, I appreciate you listening and that. Stay safe, look after each other and I will catch up with you all soon. All right, peace.